Okay, so first of all, uh, today's learning is uh, my computer. Whoa. Yaakov and Shraga 5 Alevi, Saralea Bas, Shmuel Tzvi, Achanu Pesach, Levi Yisrael Shur, Rabbi Ben Rabbaruch, and Rav Shalami Ben Rav Yehuda Kayin, and Rav Moshe Ben Nachman Alevi. So we're up to Dav Gimel Amid Beis. The bottom line. So we're in this discussion as to try to figure out what is the source that Kesef could make Kedushin. And then more specifically, when a father marries off a daughter under the age of 12 and a half, what's the source that he keeps the Kesef Kedushin? So we attempted yesterday to give a source. The attempt was that that when a girl is sold uh, sold into slavery, it says that when she ages out, when she ages out at 12, uh, 12 years old, that she leaves and she doesn't have to pay. The implication is there's no money to this master, but there's another time where a woman leaves a master domain and she does have to pay, and that's when she leaves her father's domain. Meaning when she leaves her father's domain, there is money being exchanged because she's getting married. So the Gemara said, but how do you know it goes to the father? All that teaches you is that when a girl gets married, there should be money. It doesn't say they should go to the father. It says, yes, when she leaves her, her master's domain, she doesn't have to pay. Which implies that when she leaves her father's domain, there is payment. But who says it goes to the father? So the Gemara picks up from this. The Gemara says, Ella, Mistabra, may, let's go with that approach. That that's the source that he keeps the Kess of Kedushin. And what's the source? The source is because she leaves one master, she doesn't have to pay, which implies that when she leaves another master, the money is being given. I, how do you know? How do you know that that's a source that it should go to the father? Maybe it just means that maybe she should keep it. The Gemara says, Mistabra, the answer is it makes sense. When she's leaving, we're comparing leaving one master to the other. When she leaves one master, when she's a slave, she doesn't have to pay him, which implies that when she leaves another master, she does have to pay the master. The master is the father. So it makes sense. It doesn't make you're comparing her having to pay her way out of slavery to her having being basically paying her way out of leaving her father's domain. It makes sense that in this drush, the Shailas does the money go to the master. Over here, the money goes to the father. It doesn't make sense that the money would go to her. So we're comparing, so the source that the father gets the Kedushin is the fact that we're comparing leaving once the slave leaving a master's domain where there is no payment to the daughter leaving the father's domain where there is payment to the father. Now the Gemara says a quick question. It's not exactly the same. I'll tell you why. When you leave the master's domain, you're completely free. When she leaves the father's domain, she doesn't officially leave until she has chuppah. I mean, you forget about the fact that she's not free anymore because she's getting married, but, but it's not even comparable because when you leave the master's domain, it's a complete severance. But over here, we're talking about Kedushin. She's still in the father's domain until she has chuppah, so it's not exactly the same. So the Gemara says, It's not exactly comparable. When it comes to slavery, once she's free, she's completely not in the master's domain. But when it comes to the father's Kedushin, Akati Mechsera Mesir Lechuppah. She's still in her father's domain until she goes to the chuppah. So the answer is, what does that mean? It means her father, meaning if she still has a salary, it goes to the father. No, and financially, it still goes to the father. Until the chuppah. I mean, this is Kedushin. You're saying, oh, comparing that to leaving slavery, but it's not because she's still, she's still bound by the father as opposed to slavery where you're completely free. So the Gemara says, at least Bafaris Nadara me there is a difference after Kedushin regarding Hataras Nadarim. Hataras Nadarim, Hafaras Nadarim. Before she has Kedushin, the father is the only one. Once she has Kedushin, it's a joint venture between the father and the husband. So you see that Kedushin does 
pull her out of the father's domain, not entirely, but at least that the father is no longer the sole, uh, the sole proprietor regarding Hafaris uh, Nadarim, that's at least it is comparable. Once a girl is you need to do a joint, the husband and the father. So that's how it is comparable. Even though, by the way, even then, it's not completely leaving the domain, but at least he is no longer in complete control. Okay. Okay, so now here's the kasha. We're saying right now that the, what's the source that a father is mekabel kedushe kasef is because v'yatzachinam in kasef in kasef v'adon zav v'yish kasef v'adon acher. The problem is we already use this drasha for something else. V'yatzachinam l'achiyudas. Are you telling me that this is the pasuk? It's used for this. Hamibay l'lekedetanya. We need it for something else. Again, now when does a girl go free from slavery when she reaches twelve years old? Which is Nairus, two, two Cyrus. We say 12 because we assume that 12 is two Cyrus. It's Nairus, is two Cyrus. Here's the problem. The Pasuk is used for another Joshua, Ditanya. Viyotzachin, when does she go free? Yeme Bagris, when she's 12 and a half. Ein Kasef, Nairus. The words Ein Kasef tells you she leaves at 12. Now, okay, instant problem. She leaves at 12 and a half, and she leaves at 12. Uh, if she leaves at 12, she doesn't get to 12. So the Gemara is going to explain basically um, you have 12 and 12 and a half. I don't know which one she leaves. So Vyatsachina means 12 and a half. And Kasef says, no, 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 not 12 and a half, 12. Meaning you need both to tell you the bigger Chiddush. You understand? Meaning if you just had Vyatsachina, I would say she leaves at 12 and a half. And Kasef says, no, 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 not 12 and a half, really 12. Okay. And the Gemara is going to ask Akash, is that what, what, why would the Torah do such a drush in such a weird way? Meaning that the Torah really wants to tell you that she leaves at the age of 12. So instead of just saying that, the Torah says, okay, this drasha, you'll say 12 and a half. This one, add to that 12 years old. Okay, so the point is, we'll get to that in a second, but the point is, this is what the Pasuk is being used for. Not to say that the father is Mechabal Kedusha Kesef, but rather that a girl leaves at the age of 12. So the Gemara says, you know what the answer is? Amravina imkein lemakra ein Kesef. If it was just coming to teach you she leaves at 12, it wouldn't have a yud. My ain kesef, the extra yud, in kesef l'adon zav, yesh kesef l'adon acher. It's like a shikl nevuah. Who would have seen that in extra yud? Chazal saw that in extra yud. Meaning, the extra yud is coming to teach you. Even though, by the way, it's a silent yud. Because ain kesef and ain kesef without a yud or the yud is read the same. But there's an extra yud. So that extra yud comes to teach you that she is mekabal, the father is mekabal kedusha kesa. So the Gemara says, where do we have such a precedent that an extra yud you make such a drasha yeah, for? So the, oh, the Gemara says, what's the source that we make such a drasha like this? The Tanya, the Bryce says, we know that if a, a, a Bas Kayin marries the Yisrael and then the husband divorces her or widows her, she goes back and she eats truma, unless she has a kid. Okay? If she has a kid from the Yisrael, she, so she has a Yisrael son, she can't eat truma anymore. The Gemara says, She only eats truma if she doesn't have a child. What if she doesn't have a son, but she has a grandchild? Meaning her child died, but she has a grandchild. So, The extra yud comes to tell you that. The extra yud, means there's no, there's no child at all, meaning make sure there's no child, there's no remnants. So the point is, the extra yud comes to tell you that a grandchild... Stops her from eating truma. That's the source that an extra yud is used for a drasha. Now the Gemara, before it goes weiter, the Gemara says, I have another drasha from the same Pasuk. What if instead of having a child, she has a child who's a mamzer? 
Does that also stop her from eating truma? Do you say no? A mom says no shaykhis. The extra yud tells you ayin So we have the exact same drasha for two things. The extra yud teaches you that a grandchild stops her from eating truma and that a mamzer's son stops her from eating truma. So instant kasha, the kasha is you don't have two drashas from the same word. The Gemara said, ha pixel is zara. I thought you just got finished telling me that the extra yud teaches you a grandchild. Now you're coming to teach me it's a mamzer. The answer is, zarezara, it's The answer is, you don't need a pasuk to tell your grandchild because we have a rule. Grandchildren are like children in halacha. So I don't need a for that, the extra pause, the extra yud is coming to tell you on mamzer. So this is the source that sometimes they'll darsh an extra yud for this such a situation. Now, what's the extra yud? Because it says um, uh, How do you know that ein is spelled with a yud? I mean, yes, if you know that ein is spelled with a yud, and now it doesn't have a yud, maybe ein is spelled without a yud. So the Gemara says uh, Oh, so the Gemara says, Amri Ksiv, Me'ain Bilam, it says Me'ain Bilam without, without a Yud, Ume'ain Yabmi, Deloiksiv Buhu Yud, meaning the words Me'ain, which is the Shorish's Ain, has no Yud by Me'ain Bilam, Me'ain Yabmi, and over here it has a Yud, so boom, I can tell you it's an extra Yud. Meaning, how do you, meaning it's an extra Yud, how do you know it's an extra Yud? Because the same Shorish is found in Torah without it. Okay, fine. Now, in yesterday's Daf, it came up, Agav, that we have a drasha that the father is Mechabla Kedusha Kesef on Anaira, and that's Vyatsachina Min Kasef. And we also have a Pasuk that Anaira's father gets her salary. And that's from um, Binureha, uh, that's from. Well, no, no, actually, we had a different drasha. We thought that. So the question is, why do you need both? Like, once I know that the father is Mechabal Kedusha Kesef, when I figure out uh, salary, or vice versa, once I know salary, would, like, why do I need both drushes to tell me the father? It, it basically, they're both saying the same thing. A father gets the Naira's money. So one is a salary, one is Kedusha Kesef. What do you need both? So I'll tell you I need both. I need a drusha specifically to tell me the father is Mechabal Kedusha Kesef on a Naira. And I need a separate drusha to tell me the father is Mechabal, her salary. Why? If all the Pasuk told me that it's the father is Mechabal I would not have extrapolated salary. I would say, Yeah. I would say, Yeah, he gets the Kedusha Kesef because she didn't work for it. But salary, she's working nine to five. Maybe she should get it. I mean, if all the Torah says that the father keeps the Kesef Kedushin, I would not have extrapolated for a salary because a salary is very, very, uh, you know, it's a lot of work. So maybe she should get the salary. Kamash will know that the father gets her salary as well. And if only we had a pasuk that the father gets a salary, I would say, I would say, yeah, the father should get the salary because the father is paying her food and paying her bills and putting a roof over her head. So it makes sense that she would get the salary. But Kedushin, which is just like a cherry on top, meaning, I understand that if you tell me that the father gets a salary, I would say, yeah, he gets a salary because it's a trade-off. He pays, her, her, he pays for her food, he gets your salary. But Kedushin, which is just like an added, you know, bonus, maybe she should get it. Kamash will know. He father gets the Kedushin Kesef, and he gets the earnings of the salary. The, the, the father, the husband also gets the earnings of the wife. Well, no, this is before Nisun. This is Kedushin before Nisun. Once she has Nisun, it goes to the, it goes well, to the husband. General, yeah, 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 correct. So then why is it any different? Well, that's the point. 
No, I, I know. I, I can see that when you when you when you marry a woman, you accept upon yourself that responsibility. Maybe maybe she, maybe the father's responsibility is independent. Maybe the father has to support her even without getting a penny. Kamashwala, no, it's an exchange for for her food. Gufa. Now, okay, so he, here's the problem. The, the drush is a little bit flawed. From here until the two dots on the next Ahmed, it's a little bit drusha based so we got to just hold cup. The Pasuk said, again, when does a girl leave her slavery? When she becomes 12, when she becomes, uh, has Simone Nairus, yeah? The Pasuk says, meaning she leaves at 12 and a half. In Kosef, she even leaves at 12. So let me ask you a question. If I tell you she leaves at 12 and a half, and then I say she even leaves at 12, so she'll never get to 12 and a half. So we need a Pasuk for So the Gemara says, So just say she leaves at 12, and I'll know she leaves at 12 and a half because she's already out by 12. So the Gemara says, The answer is, I need both. Why? Because if I just had one, I would think it's 12 and a half, meaning anytime you have... I have an option. I could plug it in 12 or 12 and a half. If I just have one, I'll pick 12 and a half and say that she stays a slave longer. I need both to plug in both so that I know 12 and a half is already covered. Now I'm like, well, there's extra word. It must be 12. So the drush is basically as follows. When does she leave? 12 and a half. Extra word says, no, 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 not 12 and a half, 12. So it's a little strange because the Gemara is going to point this out. Exactly. The Gemara is saying like, I get it if, if like, if you, if you have to solve a puzzle and you have both blocks, then yeah, if I have both options, I'll fill in both. But like, so the terror, the basically it's saying that when she leaves at 12 and a half, it's like, it's like a havamina. It's like, you might think 12 and a half, the extra drusha says no 12s. Just say 12. It, it's a strange thing. If she doesn't have stay Cyrus at 12, Okay, so the Gemara, the Gemara is going to, maybe an islandess. Is, is oh, the woman okay fine they, no but they, they, the Gemara is going to plug it in but let's say the, the Gemara says like this so I need both even though 12 and a half is never real because if I just had one I would say 12 and a half two tells you no 12 and a half Kamash Malon 12 where do we find such a precedent we find such a precedent like this a Jewish slave that works for a Kayan does not eat truma. A non-Jewish slave does, but a Jewish slave doesn't. Now, there's two different types of Jewish slaves. You could have a Jewish slave that's up to uh, up to Shemitah, and then we know there's a concept of a nirtza, that if a Jewish slave wants to stay longer, he gets pierced in the ear, and he stays till Yoivah. Okay. The Pasuk says, let me just speak it outside, there's a Pasuk that says two drushes to tell you that neither slave eats truma. So let me ask you a question. Why do you need both? Just tell me, if a slave that's been there for 49 years doesn't eat truma, of course, a slave that's been there for a week. So why do you need both? Because that's the point. If I just had one, I would say that only a slave up to Shemitah doesn't eat, doesn't eat truma. But a slave that's pat, nirza, a slave that had an earring, would eat. Kamash one, I need both to plug in both. This is the precedent for such a drasha where you, you have basically two drushas, even though they're really not necessary, but it's like to building off each other. If I just had one, I would go with the more lenient. Kamash Malon, no, both are covered. So to over here, if I just had one, I would say she leaves at 12 and a half. Kamash Malon, she leaves at 12. So the Gemara says, where do we pro- find the precedent? It's similar to the slaves of a Kayin that don't eat truma. Detanya, Toshiv, which is the first type of slave that doesn't eat truma. That's a slave that's going to be the Tilyoyvel. That's Mamish, a, a, a lifelong slave. Sachir, Zekonikinin Shanim. Sachir is a slave up to Shemitah. 
they both don't eat trumas. The Gemara said, obvious kasha. Yomer toishev lo yomer shesachir. What do you need both for? If you tell me that a slave that doesn't, that's going to be the tilyayvul doesn't eat kavachaymer, the other type of slave doesn't eat. Van yomer kani kinin oylem in yoychel kani kinin shom lekashik mitzvah kavachaymer. So the answer is ilukein. If it just had one word, hayisi yomer toishev zek kani kinin shonim. If it just had one type of slave in the pasuk doesn't eat truma, I would say that's the which slave doesn't eat truma, the one that's going to be the til shmita. Avol kani kinin oylem, but the nirza, the one who had the earring that's going to be the tilyayvul oychel, I would say he. Does eat basachir velimid al toishiv. Therefore, the pasuk had to say both to cover both options to tell you Okay, so meaning so because the pasuk lists both types of slaves that don't eat. Therefore, by a girl, it says twelve and a half and twelve. But here's the problem. The problem is very simple, and that is that when you have two different types of people, right, and they both don't eat truma, yes. I could probably say one type of slave and make a kavachomer for the other. But worst case scenario, I list both. There's a concept called milsig da'isa, but kavachomer tarachikasavukra. Meaning sometimes you have something that you could have figured out from a kavachomer, but no, no, it listed. But at least it's true. What, what's the other drasha? A girl leaves a 12 and a half, and that same girl leaves a 12. So she doesn't leave a 12 and a half. Like, I, I, yeah, I, I understand. Sometimes the Torah adds extra words to make it clear. But at least it's dealing with two different people, and it's both true. A slave that is going to be the Til Shemitah doesn't need Shuma, and a slave that's going to go to Yovel doesn't need Shuma. Yes, technically I could have probably made a Kavachimer, but to make it clear, it wrote out both. Fine. But over here, it's one person. He leaves at, she leaves at 12 and a half, she leaves at 12. Then she doesn't leave at 12 and a half. It's just, it's an inaccuracy. When you deal with two different people, I get it. It, it maybe is unnecessary, but at least it's true. But over here, it's like, she leaves at 12 and a half, and she leaves at 12. So she doesn't leave in 12 and a half. Find me a situation that she leaves at 12 and a half and not 12, and then it's true. So the Gemara says, Amrli, Abaya, Abaya says, me dummy, how do you compare the two? Hasam tre gufininu. Over there, they're two different slaves of two different bodies. Dechinami kasarachmana toishiv, nirtzla yoichal, vada kasavidich, havasachim milsadaisi vikavachoymen, milsadaisi vikavachoymen, tachavikasavikra. Yes. At least it's both true. Worst case scenario, it's unnecessary. But sometimes you have that where a kavachaymer is unnecessary, it writes it. It's two individuals, so at least they both don't eat. Elohacha, chad gufi, she's one person with one body. Ki binairus, bagris my boy gabe. If she leaves at 12, it'll never get to 12 and a half. So it's not the same at all. It's a, it, so then the Torah should just write 12. But you, you don't have a precedent of the Torah basically writing a havamina. Like the other one, it's not a half a minute. They're both true. So maybe it's unnecessary. But over here, it wrote 12 and a half. And now you're saying, that's inaccurate. It's actually 12. So the Torah, instead of writing two different halachas, is writing a half a minute. Where do we find such a thing? So basically, in other words, where is there a situation where a girl will leave at 12 and a half and not 12? Because that's what you need. So the Gemara says... The answer is, she's an islandess. What's 12? 12 is not just 12. 12 is two Cyrus. So we asked Akasha, if she leaves at two Cyrus, when does she ever leave at 12 and a half? The answer is Anilinus. Because Anilinus doesn't have two Cyrus. So therefore her Nairus, she doesn't have Nairus. What does she have? She has Bagras. Now, by the way, her Bagras is at the age of 20. Her Bagras is 20. Fine. But that's an example where she'll leave at 20 and not 12. That's a good example. So most girls, so this is how the Drusha works. Most girls leave at 12 because they have two Cyrus. There's one girl who leaves at Bagras. And who is that? That's Anilinus. Okay. That's, that's a good Drusha. So the Gemara says, okay. The, the problem was that you had two, right? It's, no, but over here, it's one individual that one leaves at Nairus 
then she never gets a virus. The answer is the Pasuk is actually referring to two different girls. Most women leave a nairus, but there is an islandess who doesn't have nairus because she doesn't have hair. So it's not the same person. Exactly. So there you go. So the Gemara says, Meaning you might think that an islandess never leaves because she doesn't have nairus. Meaning if the Pasuk just said one, I would say nairus. And I would say, if you don't have nairus, then you never go free. Kamash Malan, no, that she leaves a bagras. So the Chiddush is that an islandess girl leaves a bagras. Let me, let me ask you a question. What do I need a Pasuk for? I can figure it out. Why would I figure it out? I'll make the following cheshman. Meaning the chiddush is that an islandist leaves a bagras. I'll tell you, it's, a, it's, a, it's pasha to me. What's a pasha? When does a girl leave her father's jurisdiction? Not at the age of 12. Not at Nairus. She leaves a bagras. So if, if a girl leaving her father's domain, Nairus is not important, is not enough, but bagras is... So then for slavery, where Nairus is all that matters, you don't think Bagras is going to do it? Meaning you need a Pasuk to tell me that an islandist leaves at Bagras. I don't need a Pasuk. I'll tell you why. If Bagras is enough to sever the relationship with her father, which Nairus is not, then for slavery, which Nairus is enough, you don't think Bagras is definitely going to do it? Of course it's going to do it. That's Pasuk. So the Gemara says, Kavachaymer. When it comes to the age of 12, which is not enough to remove her from her father's jurisdiction, but it's enough to make her no longer a slave, then Bagrus, Bagrus, which is 12 and a half, which definitely severs her relationship with her father, in addition, should be enough to get her out of her slavery. So therefore, I don't need a Pasa to tell me an islandess. I should be able to figure out with the Kavachimer. Now, by the way, you could just answer, you could just say, well, you're right, it's a Kava Choymer, but the Pasuk wrote it out. And the Gemara is going to address this in a second. But the Gemara says, I have another answer. Exactly, the Gemara is basically going to answer that. We only go with that, oh, it's a Kava Choymer, but the Pasuk still wrote it. That is a last resort. Anytime you have an alternative, we look for an alternative. What's the alternative? The Kasha is. Right now the Pasuk is telling me that an islandess Bagras, islandess leaves at Bagras. The question is, I have a Kava Choymer. The answer is... No, you're right, but here's the point. I'm sorry, but her bagras is at 20. Twenty. Twenty. Yeah. Not twelve and a half. Correct, but at least it is bagras. I mean, at least it's the same. It's the same maturity level. Meaning, her twenty is the same physical maturity as twelve and a half. So the kasha is like this. What do you need a pasuk for that an islandess leaves at bagras? I figured it out. The answer is the ikra is not that she leaves, but that shows that her slavery is a real slavery. Meaning. How do you know that an islandist can be a slave? Maybe it's a false slavery and you have to reimburse the money. Meaning, mm-hmm. how do you know that an islandist can be a slave from a halakhic perspective? This pasuk that says that an islandist leaves a bagras, yes, technically I could have figured out with the kavachimer, but the main point is to show you that you could be a slave as an islandist. That's the main point, that a Jewish woman, because it's not a guy, this is a Jewish woman, a Jewish woman could be a slave as islandist. Meaning, I could have argued that any girl that doesn't have the physical maturity to leave at 12 with two Cyrus is not possible to be a slave. Kamash Malan, no. If the pasuk is telling me because the Pasuk describes that the average slave leaves at 12 with two Cyrus. So maybe if you don't have two Cyrus, meaning an islandess, maybe she's not shaykh. The fact that the Pasuk tells you that an islandess leaves at Bagras means that an islandess could be a slave. And that's the main point. The answer is, You might think that because an islandess does not have the classic maturity process of a girl she can't be a slave at all and her slavery is not a good slavery meaning and you have to reimburse the money the chule kamash go to the next page no okay now we said before that 
the, the, the two Pesukim according to Abaya is one Pesuk is telling me that the average girl leaves as a nar from slavery, but an islandist leaves as a bagger. So we said, uh, I don't understand, it's a kavachomer. Of course she'll leave as a bagger because a bagger is enough to leave the father's jurisdiction, kavachomer. So we said, no, no, it's coming just to tell you that she could be a slave of Chlal. Why don't you just answer very simply? You asked me, I have two psukim. You said, wait, the second one is unnecessary. It's a kavachomer. I thought we have this rule that milsia da'isib a kavachomer tarif that sometimes kavachomers are written out even though they're unnecessary. So why don't you just answer very simply? It isn't necessary, but sometimes the Torah writes it out. So the Gemara says, Ulamar Baravashi, Dhamar Lav Kavachomer, Mar Baravashi, who argued that an islandist leaving at the age of Bagris is a Kavachomer, Hamrina Milsidais, Bakavachomer, Tarvakaslavakra. Why is that a problem? Sometimes the Pasuk writes out a Kavachomer. The answer is, Hanimili, Hechadelakalishnuye, Avechadikalishnuye, Mashnin. The answer is, we only say that the Pasuk is unnecessary and writes a Kavachomer when it is a last resort. When it's not a last resort, we do not say such a thing. Okay. Fine. Now, from here, so therefore the, we have to give another answer, and that is that the Iker Pasuk is to tell you that an islandist can be a slave. We're not going to just go with, oh yeah, it's unnecessary, but the Pasuk wrote it. Now, from here until the end of the daf, the Gemara now will go with our shot originally, which is, so right now, what is the source that Kesef, that Kesef works by Kedushin? Because we had this two days ago, that there's a concept that we learned it out from the sale of Marisamach uh, Beila, Stay Ephra. The Gemara now that says this is the Brysa's approach. The Brysa has a different source. The Tanya, the Pasuk describes marriage as taking. The word kicha means money. How do I know this? It says kicha by Kedushin. And it says, Kicha by a field, just like the field was purchased with money, so to the Kesef, Kedushin. Uh, Kedushin is affected by Kesef. No, this is a, a, a different source that Kesef works for Kedushin. Okay, fine. So this is the source that Kesef works for Kedushin. Now the Gemara says, what, uh, now fl- follow this flow, please. We have a source, a Pasuk. The Gemara says, what do I need a Pasuk for? Halaydinhu, it's a Kavachomer. Uma Amaevriya. When it comes to a Jewish slave, you cannot acquire a slave with Bia, but you could acquire her with cash. So a wife, which can be acquired with Bia, of course it should be purchased with cash. Meaning, what do I need a Pasuk for? Make a Kavachomer from Ame Evriya. If Ame Evriya, you cannot acquire her with Bia, but you could acquire her with cash and a wife. No, it's not. It's not a form of acquisition. She's a slave. She's not your wife. So the point is, if you, uh, if you, that's you. That's different. If you, if you live with her, that, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, if you, if you live with an Amiri, doesn't purchase her. So if Bia doesn't work, but Kesef does. So a wife that Bia works, Kavachimer Kesef should. So why do I need a pasuk for? I have a Kavachimer. Pause. The Gemara says, I'll tell you why. Because the Kavachimer is flawed. Why is the Kavachimer flawed? Yevametichiach because Yibum. Yibam is, is affected by B and not Kesef. So you see that they don't go hand in hand. So the Gemara says, but no, Mali No, but Yibam is a different category because there's no star. So throw Yibam out of it. Back to the original Kavachomer, meaning we have a Kavachomer. What do I need a Pusik for? The Kavachomer is if Amevriya, Bia doesn't work, but Kesef does. Kesef and Shtar does, then a wife that Kesef and Shtar work, Kavachomer, uh, 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 if Bia works, Kavachomer Kesef should work. So he said, no, because Yibam is a wrench in it. No, no, but Yibam is different because it doesn't have Shtar. Throw out Yibam, back to the Kavachomer. 
So we have a Kavachomer. So what do you need a Pasuk for? So it says the Gemara, Tamalamer ki yikach. I have a Pasuk. <laughs> Wait a minute. Think of the flow. I have a Pasuk. We asked, what do you need that Pasuk for? We have a Kavachomer. No answer. We said, because the Kavachomer is flawed because of Yibam. No, it's not. Get rid of Yibam. Back. We have a Kavachomer. What do I need a Pasuk for? The answer is we have a Pasuk. So that doesn't make sense. If you follow the flow, it doesn't really make sense. I have a pasuk. What do I have a pasuk for? I have a kavachaymer. The answer is we have a pasuk. What's the problem with the kavachaymer? The kavachaymer is we should compare every marriage to uh, to a slave. And if a slave bia doesn't work, but kesef does, then if a marriage for bia works, kesef for sure for sure, for sure works. The so Gemara says. Um, what was, I thought we have a Kavachomer. The problem with the Kavachomer is as follows. What is the source of the Kavachomer from Amavriya? You're comparing marriage to slavery. I'll tell you why. It's very simple. You can't compare slavery to, to slavery to marriage. I'll tell you why. How does a slave go free? She goes through with cash. I mean, it's one of the methods, right? She could age out. She could marry the person or she could pay her way out. Could a woman pay her way out of a marriage? No. So what does that show you? It shows you that marriage and slavery are not comparable. That's why. So you can't make a kavachomer because they're not comparable. Therefore, because the kavachomer is no good, that's why you have a isha. Okay, so we have two sources. We have a source. So if I were to ask you right now, uh, what is the source that a, a fa- that kesef kedushin works? So you have kiikach kicha kicha from stay Ephron, and you have biyatzachinam in kesef in kesef l'adon zav yesh kesef l'adon acher my new av. Let me ask you a question. So, oh, by the way, it's two different prices, two different sources. What do I need both for? So, I'll tell you why I need both. I'll tell you why I need both. Both sort of make paint this picture of kedushin. Why? Uh, if the pasuk just had kiikach, have him in a kedushin diyar v'labal dida have Kiikach just means that the the husband gives the money. Who says that it goes to the father? Meaning, if all you had is kiikach, it just means that kesef works. You need the other one to say that the father gets the money. Perfect. The itzduch lemichta v'yatzachinam. That's why you need one drasha is to tell you if you just had kiikach, that would just tell you the kesef kedushin works, but it wouldn't give you the full picture that uh, naira's kedushin goes to the father. Now, what if I just had the other pasuk of Yatsachinam to tell you that Kesef Kedushin? Yatsachinam, by the way, just means that there's money being exchanged and it goes to the Father. But who says Yatsachinam in Kesef just says in Kesef Aldan Zavi, Yesh Kesef Aldan which means that when a woman gets married, money has to be exchanged. Who says that the husband gives it to her? Maybe she gives it to him. Right? V'yatzachinam just means there's no money exchange when she leaves slavery, but there is when she leaves her father's domain. When she gets married, money is exchanged. It never says who gives to who. Because the slave is working. Okay. So why would you think... All it means, no, no. V'yatzachinam means the slave doesn't pay when they get out, but when a woman gets out of her husband's domain, for her father's domain, there is payment. Maybe she should have to pay to get out of her father's domain. Okay, whatever. But I don't know. She gets it as a gift. She has a whatever. The point is, though, all that post is Vyatsachin just means that there's money being exchanged when a woman gets married. It never says which direction. Kiikach says, he shall take her, he shall buy her, he shall pay. Therefore, that's why the post has to say that it's one directional, which is, by the way, Agav, that the husband has to give her a ring. If she gives him a ring, it doesn't work. 
If not for this pasuk, I would say maybe it works either way or whatever. That he has to buy her and she doesn't buy him. This is why Rav Moshe was asked, Rav Moshe is a tshuva, where he was asked about the double ring ceremony that the Goyim do, which is that he gives her a ring and she gives him a ring. And he was asked, is it a problem? Because they said, listen, we'll say Harayim Kadeshasli when the Kai gives the girl the ring, but she wants to give him a ring under the chuppah. What's the big deal? Rav Moshe says you're not allowed to, because he says that uh, you're not allowed to do something as part of halacha that over time can be misconstrued. Meaning, yes, there's nothing technically wrong, but over time, people are going to think, Kisikach. They're going to see a woman giving him the ring, and they're going to say, oh, that's what works. You're not allowed to do something that over time will cause Torah to be misunderstood. That's what Moshe Shita. Even though right now you're going to say, what's the problem? He's, she's just adding what doesn't distract. Might but might also be a question if her ring is given to him is worth more than the ring that he's given to That's also not going to be great. That's what Moshe Shita. Let's just finish up the daf. Ubala. Now we had, okay, so we have a source for Kesef. How do we know that a woman could be Kainah through Bia? Ubala. The Pasuk says, Kika Chishish Ubala. They live together. Melamed Shaniknas Bia. That's the source that a woman is able to be acquired through Bia. So Gemara says, I have a Kavachomer. This is a very same flow of before. Kavachomer. Why do I need a Pasuk for? Problem with the Kavachomer. Reject the problem. Back to having a Kavachomer. No need for a Pasuk. Pasuk. What do I need a Pasuk for? I thought we have a Kavachomer. The answer is the Kavachomer is flawed. The Gemara says like this. What do I need a Pasuk for to tell you that she's kind of a Bia? Halaydinu. It's a Kavachomer. Uma Yavama. Sheim Nikas Bekesef. Nikas Bebia. If Yavama, who is not acquired through Kesef, but is acquired through Bia, Zusha Nikas Bekesef. And I did Shenikna Bebia. So this woman who is who is accepted through Kesef, and I did. Meaning, once I know that Kesef is accepted, because we're following the flow of the Drashas, what do I need a Pasuk for to tell me Bia? I would say, if a Yibam cannot be acquired through Kesef, but could be acquired through Bia, this woman who could be acquired through Kesef, Kavachomer should be acquired through Bia, should make a Kavachomer from Yibam. So that's the question. What do I need a Pasuk for? Learn out a Kavachomer from Bia, from Yibam. So the Gemara says, Amavriya Techiyach. No, because the slavery throws a wrench in that. Shaniknas Bekesev, Einiknas Bebiya. Amavriya is, it shows the Kavachomer is flawed because Amavriya is acquired through Kesev and not Bia. So you see that they're not in tandem. So the Gemara says, No, but Mala Amavriya, Shane Kinyan Lushamishas. Tarmazusha Kinyan Lushamishas. You can't compare an Amavriya because in Amavriya, you're not buying her to be married. That's why Bia doesn't work. But over here, where you're trying to actually forge a relationship, Bia should work. So the Amavriya is thrown out. Back to the Kavachomer, which is if Yibam. Bia works and not Kesef, so this Kesef works, Kavachimer Bia should work. What do I need a Pusik for? Learn how to Kavachimer from Yibam. So that's the question. I don't need a Pusik, I have a Kavachimer. What's the answer? Tamaloimar, Ubala, I have a Pusik. Same problem. I have a Pusik. What do you need a Pusik for? You have a Kavachimer, I have a Pusik. So Kamara says, Lamali Kraha, I see I thought we, we, we have a Kavachimer. What do you need a Pusik for? So the Kamara answers, Amravashi, Mishim Diklameimer, Mikara de Dina Pircha. The answer is the Kavachimer is flawed. What's the Kavachimer? The Kavachimer is, I don't need a Pusik to tell me that a woman can be acquired through B. I should learn that from Yivam. The answer is, Mali Yivama, Shekin Zgukavaimedes. Timer Bazushain Zgukavaimedes. I'll tell you why Yivam is not a good comparison. What's the Kavachimer? If Yivam could be acquired through B, Kavachimer, the average marriage. Yibam has Zika. If we all remember this, that when a brother dies, the other brother has Zokuk. The Torah creates a relationship. Maybe that's why Bia works. Without, maybe that's why Bia works. But an average marriage where there is no Zika, maybe Bia wouldn't work. You can't compare it. Zika means that they're bound to each other already. Maybe that's why Bia... Exactly, meaning it's as if they're already married. That's why Bia works. But uh, the average woman where you're trying to build that relationship, maybe Bia is not the proper approach. They are. They're enough. She can't marry anybody else. 
The Zika prevents her from marrying someone else. It's just a kilo they're married. So the point is, that should be a wrench in it. That's why you need a posse to say Bala that she's kind of with Bia. I will right, we'll stop here. Pick it up tomorrow. All right. I, I think because of the